And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we have a mini-sode where I try and answer commonly asked resume questions in 10 minutes or less. Quite recently, it's been about 15 minutes or less, but we'll see how quickly I can do it this time. Today's a question that I get asked all the time. Why is my application getting rejected? We'll cover that with some top reasons that I haven't typically mentioned on the show, and I'll even give you some practical solutions as well. Without further ado, this is episode 226 of the Career Warrior Podcast. Okay, so first thing I want to open up is talking about the pain of the crickets. You all know what I'm talking about when I mention the crickets here. The lack of responses that many of us job seekers are getting when we're sending out our resume to application after application. It's just like, what the heck? I am not either getting met by an auto rejection, I'm getting nothing, or, you know, at the best, I'll get a no and a reason why I was rejected. The point being, rejection sucks, and I don't want to downplay any of that, especially knowing that a lot of you are going through it. But mostly, it can be confusing to know why we are not getting those results in our resume. So I'll give you three reasons right here. And if any of these pop out at you, that may be the one reason why you are not getting responses. Okay, so without further ado, let's launch into the three reasons why your application is getting rejected. Reason number one, lack of resume customization. What? Lack of resume customization? Yes, I've said it on this podcast before, and there's a reason why I'm repeating myself. And I'll try to paint this in a different light because I know I sound like a broken record, but people, listen to me. Tailoring your resume to show relevance for whatever job you're applying for is one of the most overlooked parts of the resume writing process. And it's a reason why, for you who are listening to this episode right now, that's probably why you're not getting as many interviews as you could. Here is why. Your resume is not just a formality. It really and truly is a sales pitch. Recruiters want to immediately see why your experience is relevant to what you're going to be doing for the company every single day. They don't see that relevance within, you know, I've seen the stat thrown around, but yeah, well, six seconds. If they don't see that relevant in six seconds, and I've even seen up to a couple of minutes, but in reality, people are only going to be spending seconds in the initial filtering stages. If you don't grab their attention and show why you are relevant for the company, then you're probably going to be disqualified. If you don't believe me, consider that Glassdoor has reported that the average corporate job posting receives 250 resumes. Depending on the industry, that's the average number of other candidates you'll be up against in that filtering screening process. So when I say that doing something like this, yes, it takes extra time and I'll break down how much time. But when I say doing something like this makes a difference, you know, it's because you are probably within a competitive landscape and it's not you getting rejected. Really, it's the fact that your resume isn't the perfect match. So what I say to do instead is get clear on exactly what types of positions you're applying for and customize a template based on that position. So let's say I'm applying for a botanist. Yeah, that's an example I've never used before. If you're applying for a botanist position, you should write a resume that is geared specifically towards your past experiences and accomplishments with botany. Botany? Is that a, is that a word? Somebody fact check me on that. So you'll know exactly how well your resume is being tailored for the position you're applying for. I'm saying spend about an hour or two creating that custom template. Remember, you want this to be good because you're going to be sending this out over and over again or sending out those accomplishments over and over again. 
And what I tell people to do typically when you're applying for positions, so let's say you're applying for a botanist position at acme.com, maybe I want to take that template I've created and spend about 15 minutes or so tweaking or hyper-tailoring that resume towards Acme. This is what I mean by tailoring your resume to its fullest potential here. First, you want to create that template that's specific towards your position. And then you want to get specific towards the company as much as you can and spend about 15 minutes tweaking it. If you want to know some more information about this specific topic, episodes 219 and 200, 219 is taking your resume to the tailor and episode 200 is deconstructing the job posting for your resume. These are both career warrior episodes where we go into detail about how to tailor your resume. All right. Reason number two, why your application is getting rejected. Let's see what it is. No cover letter. All right. I know I got a couple of people rolling their eyes right now. I know we had some people say, yes, absolutely. Cover letter. I know we have some people saying, I hate writing a cover letter. Well, have no fear because I'll tell you right now how worth it cover letters are to create and how to create a good cover letter. And I know this concept is very confusing for job seekers. Many people say they don't read the cover letter. Many people say they just don't factor in the cover letter. But I'll tell you that most people who are screening applications out there are not receiving good cover letters. And let me just tell you that a mediocre cover letter is pretty much the same as sending in no cover letter at all. You might as well have just sent in the resume. So I'll tell you that the opportunity is there for those who are willing to take the time to write a specific cover letter for the jobs they're applying for, getting specific and tailored. Because most people, like 80 to 90% of people out there are not submitting good stuff there. You know, I put this as one of the top reasons, but why would not submitting a cover letter make you get rejected? The key point here is that you have to stand out and you have to make your pitch for that specific position. Otherwise, you're just not going to stand out. So what I say is write a short, specific cover letter. And the complete opposite of that is doing what most people do, which is writing a long and generic cover letter. So make sure that it is just a few short paragraphs and make sure that you draw as many connections as you can, even if it's like one to two really solid connections. Nevertheless, they are direct connections with the company you are applying for. Notice I didn't say write a generic boilerplate cover letter towards the position you're applying for, like botany or software development, and send that in. Just send it in generic. Like, I'm, I'm going to be a great botanist because such and such. No, I'm saying you have to go beyond and explain exactly why you are the person for that role. In our last podcast episode with Kimberly Cummings, she spoke about the concept of insider information. So getting insider information about these companies that you're applying for and then using that to your advantage. Yes, it takes a little bit of legwork. It takes some networking connections you have to make. But what you do within the cover letter is you find out exactly the two things that that company is looking to fulfill for that role. And you speak to those two things within the cover letter. So let's say that within Acme, they are, you know, looking to hire a director of marketing who, you know, this company, historically, they haven't had much success on social media. You find out through insider information that they're looking to find somebody who can take their social media up to the next level. So with that information, I would tackle that one specific thing within the cover letter and say why you are the person for the role, why you are the person who can help out with social media. And of course, to be honest, 
don't embellish the fact that you're great at social media, but nevertheless, you want to highlight and draw the connection between your skill set and the company you're applying for. All right, two bonus resources if you are looking to write better cover letters. Episode 136, how to write a top 1% cover letter. And episode 28, do cover letters matter anymore? All right, reason number three why your application is getting rejected. No thank you note or follow-up. Oh, I love this one. So in an account temps survey with over 300 HR managers in the US, the survey indicated that 80% of HR managers took thank you messages into account when deciding on who to hire. And most of those said that the thank you note was helpful for the job seeker. Most of those people said that the thank you note was a good thing. Bad news here is that respondents reported receiving thank you notes from only 24% of applicants, which is down 51% from 2007. I know thank you notes are, you know, they seem like they're a formality. They seem like it's something that people used to do in the past, or it's, you know, it's one of those things that just sounds like the right thing to do, but you're just going to skimp out on it because it's not the resume or it's not like the core thing. These little things make a difference. And no, it doesn't have to be a handwritten note that is, you know, snail mail to the person who interviewed you. This can simply be an email the solution, write a freaking thank you, man. Seriously, this can help you out significantly, especially when so little people are doing it, similar to the cover letter point. The principle in writing a good thank you note is the same as the cover letter. Short and sweet. These things don't have to be formal. This can be the email, like I said, but make sure it's short and make sure that it draws a specific connection. So how to write a good thank you note. Three quick tips here. Create your short and sweet template. Yes, the same concept as the resume. Do not send the actual template to the person who you interviewed with, but have this just so you can make the thank you note writing process a little bit easier for you. So say your standard, you know, thank yous and sign offs and stuff like that, that stuff actually shaves off time when you're writing thank you notes, but then make sure to call out one specific thing that could only have happened in your interview. So, so specific that if you accidentally send it to another company, it would just be awkward because they're going to be like, that didn't happen. So make sure to call out one thing that you guys talked about, whether or not be the fact that you bonded over your love for Cornell football. I went to Cornell, so I just, the first thing that came to mind, or the fact that you discussed the future initiatives that the company is working towards and how you felt like you really connected on those initiatives. Just make sure that it's specific and make sure it's sincere, short, and sweet, just like the cover letter. Write a thank you note, y'all. It's really important. I'll give a special call out or really shout out to the follow-up post-interview. So if you have an interview and it seems like it went well and you don't receive response for a while, I will tell many job seekers listening to this right now, those who may feel like they're left in the dark, it is okay to follow up. So if it's been a week or so, Make sure to send a follow-up email to the, either the recruiter or better yet, someone within the company to follow up on the status of your application. In my opinion, this does not show you are an annoying person. This shows that you are professional, prompt, and follow up on things. All right, two bonus episodes for those of you who want to know more about following up and thank you notes. Number 84, interviews, how to follow up after no response or episode 162, knock him dead with a thank you note. All right, I think I did that in pretty good time here. So this was episode 226, top reasons why your application is getting rejected. 
please post this episode and tag me. I want to hear from recruiters and hiring managers. Why are you rejecting applications these days? Did I miss any core ones on this list? There's also a blog that released on our Let's Eat Grandma website with a different angle. And you can find that out by going to letseatgrandma.com forward slash blog. Please make sure to leave me a review. Give me a shout out if you like this episode. And I would love to hear from you. All right, y'all, that wraps up episode 226. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. Career Warrior Podcast. And for more on your job search, please make sure to check out Let's Eat Grandma's website at letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. That's where you can find her blog, attend job seeker events, and learn more about her awesome resume services. Let me just say, I'm happy you're subscribed on Apple or Spotify but you are missing out if you haven't seen the additional resources on our website. Once again, that's letseatgrandma.com forward slash CWP. And please don't forget to leave a review. The support from my fellow warriors is what will help me get noticed and what will help the algorithm so other job seekers can discover us too. I promise I read all the reviews and you will just make my day. That's all. I'll see you next episode this Monday morning.